0: Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about Governance, Risk, and Compliance, GRC, and we're talking with Chris McLean, Analyst with Forrester Research. Chris, thanks so much for joining me today. Sure, Tom. Chris, just to get us started, maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself and your specialty at Forrester.
1: Uh, Sure. Uh, I'm an analyst at Forrester uh, working with the Security and Risk Professional Uh, And in that role, I deal primarily with governance, risk, and compliance, or or GRC as a topic. And that primarily means that I work with GRC practitioners, uh, helping them with best practices and and trying to set up a GRC program in their organization. A lot of that also deals with uh, working with the technology vendors that are helping professionals uh, set up their GRC program. So I have a pretty good understanding of what uh, software technology vendors are out there and how they're being used at various organizations.
0: So, Chris, prior to last fall when the, econ- the economy kind of fell apart, I heard, right. yeah, I heard a lot of people in information security talking about making investments in GRC. And so my question to you is, having been through the recession now coming out of it, what has um, what's the trend been there? What are the top GRC issues that you're watching?
1: Well, in information security specifically, you're right. A lot of the um, the practitioners were looking at GRC as a a sort of next level of maturity where they're starting to uh, combine a a central control framework starting to look at all the different regulations and the different controls that they have in place and trying to consolidate their efforts and making it more of a risk management approach where it's not just kind of firefighting and trying to, Identify what the key problems are day to day, but really looking at it from a risk standpoint where there's the, where they have the most exposure. Uh, so you're right, with the economy uh, kind of spiraling a little bit out of control last year, uh, a lot of those projects were still on the table, but kind of put on hold for a little while uh, while budgets uh, kind of got tightened, and, and uh, a lot of times the human resource aspect um, was diminished as well. So coming out of the recession, you know, a lot of those priorities are still in play, you know, a lot of the uh, regulatory issues, the PCIs and the HIPAAs and the SOCs and, you know, the the sort of changing nature of regulations is still a big difficulty for information security practitioners. So there's still that idea that consolidating all of those requirements into a single control framework, uh, consolidating the number of controls they have, the number of times they have to conduct audits and control assessments, you know, those priorities are still there. And then, based on the nature of the recession, you know, sort of some of the problems that uh, are perceived to have led to the uh, economic uh, downturn, things like uh, fraud, consumer protection, and things like that, things that are, that are of concern of, you know, not just the big financial institutions, but, uh, you know, uh, different organizations across industries as well as in government, there are, you know, Congress, the things that Congress is talking about uh, changing to help consumers, help shareholders, and things like that, those are all priorities too. So more protection around fraud, around privacy, those are newer priorities. Uh, but to your point, the GRC um, the GRC efforts, things like consolidating a control framework and, and uh, consolidating efforts for audits and control testing, those are still priorities as well.
0: Well, I've got to think that at the same time that the economy might have taken some of these items off budgets, that they might have – it must also have um – Expose some of these vulnerabilities even more so.
1: And, and that's exactly right, and and certainly you know as much as we talk about these issues on an ongoing basis, it's uh it, it's things like the uh, the the news items that are going to elevate them to uh, more of a CEO CFO or even board of directors type of an issue.
0: Now, Chris, I'd like to talk with you about each of the elements of GRC because I know in information security, especially each one of these is vitally important. So when you're looking at trends going into 2010, what do you specifically look at in terms of governance?
1: Uh, yeah, great question. And and I would say, actually, governance of of the three, GRC, governance tends to be, at least in the IT uh, sector, one of the areas that's probably a little bit less mature than the others. You know, IT governance has been around for a while, and you have standards like ITIL out there and, uh, you know, different methodologies for, basically governing the IT department. When I think of GRC and specifically the governance aspect of it, I, I see a trend moving toward the kind of focus on looking at the performance of IT alongside aspects of risk and compliance. And this is, as I mentioned earlier, probably not happening as often or as uh, or in as a mature way as I'd like to see. But there are organizations that are looking at tracking the performance of different IT uh, infrastructure and IT systems, where you can say, uh, you know, we've had an increase in number of online transactions, for example, and associated with that increase in performance, are we also seeing an increase in risk or increase, increase in compliance issues? I think when you get to a point where you can look at performance alongside risk, that's when you're going to see really good governance, because that allows the or even a higher level of executive, to start making decisions that say, you know what, our risk is too high here, so we're going to ratchet back our performance a little bit, or we're going to increase the amount of control because performance in certain aspects of the system is really important. That, that aspect of you know, decision-making is really where governance comes into play, and that's really where the work needs to be done.
0: Well, let me ask you about trends in risk as well. It, it strikes me that this is the area that probably most ratchets up to the CEO's attention just based on the, the news stories we've read about risk
1: that's true and this has been a struggle for security for a long time that is security people are usually pretty good at understanding things like threats and vulnerabilities uh, when you look at the risk standards like a COSO or the Australian New Zealand 4360 when you measure risk a lot of times you're going to want to look at both the impact and the likelihood of certain risks Usually, as I mentioned, security folks are pretty good at understanding what the risks are to the organization. Things like, uh, you know, what are the threats, what are the vulnerabilities. But understanding what those threats and vulnerabilities uh, mean to the organization. That is, if there is a breach or if there is an attack, what is the business impact? You know, if there's a certain server that's down or a certain application or other system that's down for four hours or eight hours or two days, understanding what the business impact of that risk is, is usually a tough thing to do. And that requires a lot of interaction and discussion with the business itself, with the sales team or with the marketing team or with the finance team. So a trend in risk is certainly trying to uh, elevate the conversation, work more closely with the business and start establishing some of those metrics. And again, that's going to help the uh, IT risk professionals, the CISOs and and, and those folks basically be able to associate and prioritize uh, some of their risks and, and make sure that they're spending their efforts and their resources on the things that are going to have the biggest business impact.
0: Now, finally, when we talk about compliance, and certainly when we talk about financial institutions, compliance is a huge part of an information security professional's job, and it's the same at government where you've got FISMA and in discussions of FISMA reform. What do you see as being the biggest trends in compliance for these organizations?
1: Well the biggest trend is certainly just the number of different re- requirements, if it's you know legal standards or, or regulatory requirements or a growing number of third party uh, security requirements or even internal policies that they have to uh, abide by. So there's a lot of different there are a lot of different control uh, frameworks out there. And as I mentioned before, a lot of the trend here is trying to create a single control control framework that maps to all these different sets of requirements. So basically you have a a single control and uh, a single sort of level of control testing, and that that control testing will map to the requirements of several different uh, legislation or partner requirements and things like that. A lot of the compliance trends uh, that we see, there's still a lot of question marks around. Uh, So obviously in Congress there's been a lot of discussion about things like, you know, how to take better care of shareholders or consumers and making sure that, Uh, You know, financial controls are in place, anti-fraud, anti-money laundering controls are in place. They've been around for a while, but I think we've seen over the last year or so that there's still a lot to be done with IT controls. We're not exactly sure how that's going to translate into new compliance requirements, uh, but I think over the next uh, six to 10, 12 months or so, I think we are going to see some changes there as well.
0: So when you put these elements back together as GRC again, Chris, where do you see organizations being most challenged? respond to some of the trends you have outlined. I mean, in my simplistic view, it seems like they've got a challenge of, you know, too few resources and too many solution options. But
1: <laughs> Right. Well, to be fair, that's the challenge of any department and, you know, any section of the business are going to have you know, not enough resources and, and too many priorities. In GRC specifically, it's really all about organization. Uh, so there's a lot of data out there. There's a lot of data about Uh, threats and vulnerabilities and controls and changing requirements and things like that. So the GRC priorities, it's really about how to organize all this data and organize all the different efforts that are going on within the business. And that includes being able to set up a consistent process for risk assessments. So all of your different groups are assessing risks in the same way and measuring risks in the same way. It's about organizing a control framework, as I mentioned earlier. It's about organizing the Uh, key performance indicators and key risk indicators. So if you look at the top executives like the CIO or the CFO, they can look across the board and compare different departments, different lines of business to say, here are the ones that are most at risk, here are the ones that are performing the best, uh, things like that. So the organization is the challenge. There are a lot of technical challenges when it comes to security. You know, the uh, privacy, Web 2.0, cloud computing. So a lot of trends like that kind of come and go but it's really the organization that's sort of central control and oversight that is going to be the biggest problem across the board.
0: Well, it sounds like the marching order for these organizations and over the the last part of this year is just to get a handle on what their challenges are and then start tackling (laughs) them.
1: That's exactly right. You know, the the biggest question that that, that we get from uh, our customers, a lot of times is going to be things like, you know, who should be involved, what should they be doing, and, and just trying to track down all the different efforts going on within the business, that tends to be a major hurdle. Sure.
0: Chris, I want to take you in another direction. I noticed as I was going through your biography that you've also got a specialty in corporate social responsibility and sustainability. That's right. Could you outline what some of the key issues are here for information security leaders?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, I think one of the, the biggest uh, or the, the easiest places to look is uh, I did a report about a year and a half or so ago on uh, the largest 100 companies in the world and basically what are the things that they put into their corporate social responsibility and sustainability reports. And when it comes to information security, the things that really pop out, privacy is probably the biggest one. That is, being able to show not just that you have the security control sort of, you know, deeply ingrained in the technology, but that you have this sort of external description to your customers and even employees that says, you know, we care about you as a customer or as an employee. We take responsibility for protecting your private information. So so translating privacy controls into that sort of corporate social responsibility message is something that happens quite a bit. You know other areas uh, that I mentioned earlier things like anti-fraud, anti-money laundering are certainly very applicable to some of the security controls that are in place, you know, especially among uh, the big financial institutions, uh, insurance companies and government agencies as well. Uh, so so things like uh, anti-fraud and money laundering uh, certainly play a role in corporate social responsibility and sustainability.
0: Now, when you talk about social responsibility and sustainability, is the green movement a big part of this?
1: Definitely, and, and we have actually uh, several other uh, analysts at Forrester that cover uh, green IT in a lot of depth. And green IT, uh, there are a lot of different aspects of it. It's things like um, you know, making good decisions around your server farms, how you're managing... Um, you know, managing the your uh, your power usage and, and having components of your IT systems that are th- that are you know, recyclable or renewable in some way. So the green aspect affects a lot of different areas of IT. You know, from a security standpoint, there are actually some difficulties. Uh, you know, the systems like you know patching systems or um, you know IT management systems that have security uh, as part of them a lot of times they take up a lot more energy than other systems, so scaling back the power usage might introduce new security vulnerabilities. A lot of considerations here, and I think it's really about creating a dialogue with different parts of IT, especially the the people that are focused on uh, power usage and and green IT, making sure security is part of that discussion. So uh, as green IT becomes more of a priority, you don't want to sacrifice uh, security in any way.
0: So for organizations that are really looking seriously at CSR and sustainability, what are the trends that you're focused on going into the next year?
1: Well, I I think people have to realize that when you talk about CSR, there are so many different aspects. You know, the environmental management tends to get a lot of focus. But as I mentioned, protecting consumers, protecting employees, you know, preventing things like anti-fraud and money laundering certainly play a big factor. And even larger issues like, Uh, supply chain management, uh, fair labor and fair wages. Uh, A lot of different areas of of the business are impacted by CSR. And IT is going to be uh, playing a large role in supporting those different efforts, whether it's workflow, documentation, reporting, things like that. IT has to be involved. From an IT security perspective, there are certain issues of what IT security does that play a role in CSR. As I mentioned, privacy and anti-fraud and money laundering but also in support of other CSR issues. Things like Green IT or the other um, sort of broader CSR efforts, Security has to be part of that conversation to make sure, uh, again, you're not introducing new vulnerabilities. Making sure the accuracy of the information that you're reporting um, is is valid is also a key element. You know, when, when you're talking about these very detailed CSR reports and sustainability reports, uh, a lot of times financial uh, factors come into play. You know, people are making investments based on these uh, CSR reports. So a lot of times it's going to be up to security to make sure the information that's gathered can't be tampered with. You know, very similar to financial controls. You have to have these controls in place to make sure that data is accurate. So again, I think IT security folks are really going to have to be part of that conversation to make sure that they're supporting uh, the gathering of information and the reporting of that information for CSR.
0: So Chris, final question for you. For organizations that are looking at GRC and CSR initiatives in 2010, if you could boil it down to just a a piece or two of advice, what would you offer them?
1: I would always say in every case there are a lot of great technologies out there that help with the workflow, with the data gathering, with the documentation and reporting. I would always recommend first have a conversation with your internal groups. With with a CIOs, with audit, with uh, you know, if you have CSR or GRC professionals that are starting to bring together these uh, programs, have the conversations first. Figure it out. Figure out the roles and responsibilities, the processes that you want to follow, and then go and look for the technologies. You know, for the most part, the technologies out there are pretty good, but you need to get the internal objectives down first. The roles and responsibilities, and the processes that you want to follow and then go looking for the uh, the technology. You know, if you start talking to vendors immediately, I think you're going to have a pretty skewed uh, vision of what CSR or GRC can offer. So figure that out first and then go talk to the vendors.
0: Chris, I appreciate your time and your insight today. No problem, Tom. We've been talking with Chris McLean with Forrester Research. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.